new on Curiosity Stream. With my infrared drone, I can see what others can't. Drone pilot Doug Thrawn uses his bird's eye view for the ultimate good, saving animals from desperate situations around the globe. Join the rescue effort on a new season of Doug to the Rescue. And you captured a Confederate steamboat. We're taking the ship to freedom. An enslaved crew, a stolen vessel, and a Civil War dash to salvation on impossible escapes. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nanospray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Bradford Show. That's my open? That's what they used to call me, Swivel Hit Bradford. That's my open. I'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion. Bradford Show. That's delicious. He said he would never come on the podcast again. This is not a podcast. No, I'm not doing podcast. He said he'd never come on the podcast again. But here, and this is not the podcast. He said he would never come on the podcast again. Uh, this is not a podcast unless you put it on a podcast and make it one. What's the charity again, Joe Kelly? Mission 108. And how do you uh, partake in this charity, Joe Kelly? There's numerous ways, you know. One, you can go to the website directly at Mission 108, or you can click on my Twitter and click on my pinned tweet for the JK56 Challenge. Or you could find it, you know, listening to your podcast. How many? How much money have you raised since uh, you started the JK Challenge, whatever? <laughs> so we're, we're pushing. We're almost to 18,000. So it's been awesome. No, it's been great. Um, you know, I think we're at 17, 17, 800 and something. That's in two weeks. Yeah, that, it's been less than two weeks. It's been, it's been great. You know, a lot of people, you know, who love this shirt have been able to donate, you know, $108 to Mission 108 and get... You're talking about the Joe Kelly Fight Club shirt. Fight Club tee, yes. So once you donate to Mission 108, you know, 108 bucks, you get the Fight Club tee with it. Um, and then you're also donating to a good cause. So it's, it's, it's been good, and we're close to our goal. So we're trying to, you know, keep this pushing. And then, you know, obviously we're going to have some other goodies coming out for, you know, people who've donated, you know, the most the most money. So the top donors are going to get, you know, some special, some extra. How has your life changed over the last two weeks? Uh, it's been crazy. It's been, it's been fun, though, you know. I, uh... Well, obviously, can't have him be able to play baseball, um, you know. But it's been good, you know. I still come to the field, hang out with the teammates, you know, get my work done, you know, all the way up until game time, until I have to go go outside. Uh, but you know, other than that, it's been it's been cool. I've been able to, you know, watch a baseball game, which which I wouldn't think I have done, you know, for a little bit of time. I got to watch a baseball game, you know, throughout the beautiful park of Fenway. 
um, you know, America's most beloved ballpark, you know. You gotta go to, you know, left field, gotta go to right field, gotta go to the pavilion, gotta go to the, Bud, not Budweiser anymore, the Sam Adams deck. You know, sit with Sam Kennedy, Tom Warner, hang out with them in the suite, Mr. Henry. Um, it's been, it's been, it's been, it's been uh, you know, everyone's like, man, you're bored. And I was like, well, I mean, I want to stay at the field and, you know, and watch the games just because, one, A, my family's back in California, and what am I going to do? Go, watch, go back home and sit on my couch and watch a baseball game. So that's kind of, I wouldn't feel like I'm as, I'm as close to the action or as part of the team. Um, like I said, it's been, a, it's been a while, two weeks, and uh, I'm ready to get back to, you know, playing some baseball. What's it like? Have you been suspended before? No, never. What's it, was being suspended what you thought it would be like, the feeling? <laughs> It's different. Um, I was telling, I was telling Sam the other night, Sam Kennedy, that you know, it's weird how quickly I became a fan, and I felt you know so far away from the team during the games. Uh, I mean, I've never you know got anxious or like you know get upset for a walk or anything, and as a player, so I'll be sitting in right field and say one of our starters, anybody bullpen guy starter, anybody gets, you know, base loaded, nobody out, say that, I'm like, and I'm sitting down there going, not even going to stretch have all the confidence in the world, like we're going to get out of this, and pull the Houdini bam, you know, a guy gets on first base with like a broken bat two out hit, and I'm sitting up there, I'm going dang it, like, well, oh my gosh, and then, you know, I start panicking a little bit, getting a little anxious, just because I know that I, I have no involvement you know, I can't control any of this, I'm not Ever, I'm not gonna be able to play, so that's the, that was probably the hardest part about it. Just having to sit there and watch, um, knowing that you can't do anything about it. When's the last time that you felt that way? Because you've obviously played and you haven't witnessed. You haven't been a fan. You haven't been in the stands. I don't know, probably watching my brother's basketball game or you know another event in my family. I don't. But not a baseball game. No, no, not baseball. No. Yeah. No, I haven't felt that way. Yeah. No. Did, did you have did you have any idea that you think like when you said they, when they came down and said all right you're suspended and like okay whatever I got six games did you have any idea this is what I'm gonna do this is gonna how I'm gonna feel or did you like did you have to ask someone what am I allowed to do what can I do what can I do no I knew exactly what I was gonna do um, I was playing the whole time when they got suspended you know first game I already knew I went to go sit up in Toronto in the stands so I mean it was I knew. I know what the letter says. I just can't sit in team areas. I gotta sit in a ticketed seat or a suite or go home. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna go sit. At the, I'm gonna go sit in the seats. I'm gonna go sit in a suite. So no, I knew exactly what was what I was expecting going into the suspension. Um, so it wasn't. I wasn't gonna have to ask anyone. Just hey, I'm gonna go sit in the seats. Um, in that first game in Toronto, I sat in the seats with a Heath Hembry jersey on. So I had a Red Sox jersey on and it had Hembry's last name on it. It was our blue one, our Blue Friday. So that was. Was that his? Jer- was that his blue? Was that his jersey? Yeah, it went down to my knees. It's six five. I wore that all the way up in left field. So that was uh, that was interesting. And we went one and zero with Heath Hembry's jersey on. Wait, you were in left field? Oh yeah, very top of the very top of the stage. No, you weren't really. Yeah, I was. Was anyone around? Because there's no one up there no, in Toronto. close it. So I had to show my player ID, and they're like, yeah, you can sit here. You wear glasses, huh? I was like, yeah. So, yeah, no. They don't let anyone up there just because of that, not that many tickets were sold. You stayed up there the entire time? Uh, for the most part. I walked around a little bit, sat behind the first baseline up there, you know, closer to the family section. But, 
No, but yeah, that was my whole plan. Right when I get suspended, I like, all right, I'm just gonna go watch the games after I have to get kicked out of the clubhouse. So. Did, did six games seem like a long time? Very long time. Very long time. The games go by, they go by slower as a fan, obviously, than a player. Tell me about it. So um, now I know. Now I understand. You know why the game's trying to get sped up because it gets a little bit. Uh, long out there when, when you're watching it on TV or you're watching it, you know, in, in the seat. As a fan, when you were out there, besides the, the, it being a snail's pace in terms of the game, what else surprised you about being out there? Like, because I say, the, as a reporter, you always want to, you should go out to see this is why people come to the games. We're complaining about the cookies in the press box and the time of game. What what was enlightening to you about being out there? Um, that people care about what's going on and they're not paying attention, or uh, it's a mixed batch. It's yeah. not, I mean, not everyone's paying attention. Obviously, you see, uh, but no, it's been nothing was really enlightening to me. It's pretty much what I expected. Um, although, like looking out from the bullpen, like the seats out there look really, really far. But then I sat and I'm like, oh, it's not, it's not too bad actually. Uh, so you said you said that there isn't a bad seat Fenway, it's, which is complete hooey. I mean, it's no. I sat behind the pole. That's fine. I mean, that's for the people that don't have to pay attention. You'll be fine. You'll be safe. You sat on right field. The seats are are like pointing in the other direction. <laughs> you can turn your head. There's plenty of great spots. <laughs> Five thousand seats here. It's not even a big. You, you have been hanging around Sam Kennedy too. <laughs> yeah, it's great. All you have to do is just turn your head left or right. You're fine. Relax, guys. The uh, going back to after your incident happened. Were you worried like how the reaction was going to be? Obviously, we know what the reaction was. You got two different standing ovations. Congratulations for that. But were you were you curious about what the reaction was going to be? No, I didn't even think about it. Honestly, I just that was the last thing you know in the back of my brain. I was just worried about you know obviously what were the repercussions of going to be, and then we found out it was going to be suspension. So, um, but no, after all that, it was, I mean that was cool. That was awesome. That was that was one of the one of my favorite moments. Obviously, again, standing out. Did it take it totally by surprise? Standing out. And the one you wanted Fenway first. Oh, the one at Fenway. Yeah. Uh, no, I had an idea just because. Uh, you know, I was getting every time I get up to go to the bathroom in the bullpen, I'm like Joe, you're getting up, let's go. I'm like, no, guys, relax, I gotta go to the bathroom. You know, and then I started warming up, and people already started cheering, so I was like, all right, maybe, maybe it might get loud, and um, but that, that was that was that was cool. You know, just going into a game. I mean, the game that we we needed, we wanted to win, but getting can be able to pitch pitch. You know, not the next day, they're you know, but fairly quick. Um, you know, just kind of put the whole situation that happened behind me and just get back to pitching. And then you get a, you get a standing out. I think that was that was pretty. That was pretty cool. How about the garden? The garden was cool. You know, hockey game. And it was one of those last minute things. They're like, hey, they're putting you on the jumbotron and there's a camera right there. And then they're going to put you on. I was like, oh, all right. And then they showed a fight and people were getting nuts. You know, hockey fans. They're, they're all about that. So. And they were cheering for the thing, and then all of a sudden they panned me, and they got even louder. So that was that was pretty cool. And then, and then a couple chants broke out. So that was that was that was fun. That was, that was that, that's sports. You know, that's that's fun to see. Now, your wife did an excellent job on this podcast. Congratulations. Um, but I asked her this question, like how just walking down the street, how things have changed since then. Like we we obviously know about the charity, we know about the standing out, yeah. but for you, how has things changed? Yeah, it's been wild. I mean, 
I would get recognized here and there, you know, fairly around around the city or going to a restaurant or anything. But, uh, you know, going... I was at the Children's Hospital today, you know, trying to, you know, make some kids happy that are going through tough times and walking on the street, and I was a little lost. And, you know, just random people come like, Joe Kelly, yeah, I love it. can I get a photo? Um, so it's been crazy like that. Photos like this, with your fist out. No, 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 I haven't done that. <laughs> but it was pretty cool. I don't know if I just say it, but I got a... I'm not going to drop his name, but I got a pretty cool photo the other day in the suites with someone that is going to get reelected. That's pretty high up there in this whole entire state, you know, wearing... The governor? I'm not going to say any names. Chucky B yeah. is his nickname. No, that was cool. I got to meet meet him, and, and, and that was a that was a good time. So, uh, you know, it's been fun. You know, got to... You know, the other day, you know, I was sitting in the suites again, and and uh, I met Julian before, and I met Amandola in St. Louis, so they knew I was sitting in the suites. They're like, hey, go get Joe, and tell him to come over and hang out with us. And so um, one of the suite executives came over, like, hey, uh, Julian Edelman and Danny Amandola want to want to hang out with you. I was like, all right, like, tell them to come over in the fourth, and, you know, went over there, and it was cool. I ended up talking, you know, more sports, and uh, Julian's a very, very into the mental aspect of the game, and, and so am I. Uh, I was a psychology major, so it was cool to kind of pick his brain, and we talked for, I don't know, the fifth inning all the way to the end of the game about, like, kind of like sports psychology, so that was interesting to see, you know, that guy works his butt off, so, I mean, it's kind of good to, to pick his brain and, 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 you know, what makes him tick, so that was, that was fun. So, like I said, the suspension's been long, but I've happened to meet some pretty awesome people and, and hear some good stories and, you know, be able to, you know, like I said, help people out through charity and, you know, make appearances and try to, like I said, go to children's hospitals and, and you know, and all those kids are so happy, you know, they you know, pass, pass away the next day. So that, that's, that's pretty awesome to see. And um, anyway, I could help out, you know, during this time is what I was trying to do. Do you think they would want to hang, not the kids, but do you think that Julian Edelman would want to hang out with you on March 30th? <laughs> well, if it's not a school night, then then maybe I'll uh, I'll go knock on his door and ask him to come out. Ask. But you know what I mean. You know what I'm talking about. It's, uh, this is what makes this whole thing so yeah. bizarre. I mean, you're a relief, relief pitcher. Relief pitchers don't get standing outs anyway. But then you you went from you know the fickle the fickle uh, nature of relief pitching is you're bad. You're the least popular guy for at least a day, and then you come back a little bit. But then two weeks later. You're the most popular guy yeah, in New England. don't talk about relief pitchers, so it's it's cool. You know, I've always had, and I don't want the fight to be, you know, all me, but I've always had, a, I feel like, a pretty good personality. You know, I can let it have fun and, and keep things light and no one is trying to be serious. So, um, and it's just something that, you know, I was like, not like trying to get that out there, but you know, I was like, I'm just gonna start having fun again, like as much as I can. You know, I don't know how long baseball's gonna last, and I don't know what I'll do after. But I didn't want to, you know, be going to the park because when I play at my best, I'm I'm relaxed, I'm having a good time. Um, and that's not saying, hey, I have a bad outing and I have another bad outing. And I'm not gonna do the same thing. Like that's just because I had a bad outing. But you know, I want to be as most relaxed and then have fun as I can because that's when I was, you know, playing baseball at the highest level of my career. So it was just something, you know, I'm going to be 30 in a, in, a, in a month and, you know, just sitting down realizing I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to play this game, obviously. Um, so I just wanted to have as much fun as I can and actually enjoy being a Major League Baseball player and not, you know, worrying about, hey, what what about, you know, numbers or worrying to play next year or anything. So i just kind of been living in, in, the, in the moment and, and I feel like it's helped me relax and, and helped me, you know, focus on 
what I need to do of just getting back to like just relaxing and having fun. This allowed you to do that. No, I was already doing that before. You mean the fight? No. Oh, oh no, I mean I mean, after that after that first outing, you know, it was it was something like I was like, I'm not gonna let this get me down, I'm just gonna keep having fun, you know. Came to the park the next day, laughing, smiling, like well, I mean like in spring training obviously you were having yeah, fun. Fun, yeah. But then but you then you like in, in the past, if you had a moment like you did on opening day, you would have let that eat at you longer. But you're I, I wouldn't know because I usually get over it, but I just wouldn't have let my full personality show. I'm not going to let it eat at me in the clubhouse, but I'm not, you know, going to be, you know, laughing and joking. I'm, but I'm going to be, you know, still good teammates, still smile. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that stuff like that is, is, is you know, something that happens and you're not going to be able to control the next day. So I was like, I'm not going to, you know, dwell on it. I was like, all I need to do is just throw a hundred thousand scoreless innings to get my ERA under a ten. But, but that's the thing, right? You you had to throw a hundred. <laughs> like, great. Well, now I got now I put myself in a hole. Now I got to challenge myself and freaking throw a gazillion million innings without allowing a run before I could ever look like I'm a good reliever. So. But, but, but that's the thing is it takes a hundred thousand innings for a relief pitcher to get the the people back on your side, and then you know next so thing. I, so, I, so I cut the, cut to the chase, and I'm like, well, I can't. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to throw fifty scoreless yeah, innings. You're going to fight. <laughs> that's how it works. And the fight. I mean, that's, that's how it works, I guess. Yeah, you're, you're right. Um, but so to go back to your being able to be a person, show your personality and everything, um, all the stuff that you're doing, and you listed all this different things that you're doing, that must allow you to, to do that more than, you know, you can be, your teammates can see it, but, yeah, yeah. but people can see. Like, people know you a lot more now than they did even in the previous two years you've been here. Yeah, that, that's definitely true. I mean, I've always been, you know, Quirky, funny, and then the Jimmy B. You know, I wanted to. I was like, all right, let's let's get this done. Let's do this. And then you know, I've always been. I'm not gonna say I've always been, but I've always loved to help out. You know, around the community, and I just feel like I, as a relief pitcher, so I don't have like the big name to do it, or you know, I'm not a closer. You know, I was a fringe starter at best, and I never felt like I was. You know, had enough. I wouldn't say, you know, popularity or pull, but I mean, I just feel like I wasn't my time, my spot. You know, I would always do whatever I can for events to help out on the field. I try to go to the Children's Hospital as much as I can, even before all this. Um, but now it just makes it even better because I feel like people obviously recognize me a little bit more, and now it has a little bit more weight to it um, outside the field. You know, I've, I've, it's just me doing the same things, but now people notice me more, so it's them putting more weight into it, um, which, you know, is, is, is fine with me because, like I said, I want to keep doing what I'm doing, um, you know, on and off the field, and now I feel like I have a platform to do it. Um, you know, obviously right now until, you know, everything dies down. Um, but I just think it was, a, it, was a, it was a great time, you know, me and my wife to, to help out and, and, and do obviously the charity stuff. But, you know, like I said, I told Sarah before the season, Sarah and I was like, hey, any kind of thing you have for an event, you know, I want to do it. You know, charity, you know, kids, especially kids. And Robbie Scott has a group that, you know, obviously he's in, he's in Pawtucket. But, you know, whenever he's not here, I told him, hey, I'll be the guy. I'll, I'll take your group out. I'll, you know, I'll talk to him on the field. I'll hang out with them. And he, and he's, and he's was, you know, happy for that. But like I said, it's it's what I wanted to do before the season. Like, I wanted to have fun, and I wanted to help out as much as I can. Just because I knew, like I said, going in, you never know how much you got left. And, and that's exactly what my plan is. You know, play good, play bad, it doesn't matter. Um, I want to have fun, and I want to, you know, be as, as much as I can to help out. Has this month changed your perspective on your your future? I mean, you're, in case people don't know, you're eligible for free agency, the big free agent payday after this year. Um, but this month, has this changed your perspective? Because contract years can be tough even for 
wacky Jimmy Buchanan. Even for even for middle relievers. Middle relievers. Yeah, subpar. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> subpar. I don't think subpar middle relievers are, are are stressing like, oh but man, for agency. I mean, there's like maybe I could hopefully play another I year. I don't think you understand. If you're wacky, you can get paid a lot of money. I mean, no, I don't know. I mean, I, I was trying to tell Tom and Sam last night that hey, you guys know that I'm only I only got six months left, guys. Let's go. No, no. I mean, it's not something that you know. Like I said, that was that was the last thing I was ever going to focus on, you know, going in the year. And I think that, like I said, like just going out there and having fun, and and, and the, like I said, the two things I really want to do, uh, and not be mad about you know tough outings or not get too high on good outings. Like you know, just try to stay even kill and, and and then see what happens at the end of the year, and, and not be mad at myself for man, why did why did I take it so hard, literally, or why didn't I have fun? Like I don't want to look. But you were like that last year. I was like that last year too. You know, it was just obviously I'm not being Jimmy B or anything, but I was still having fun, you know, messing around the bullpen. Like I've always done it. Just the public hadn't seen it. Um, so it was just one of those things like, like I wanted to fight for like what I think is, is right. And um, just because I'm one of those guys, if, if, if I go back and go back home and I'm like, man, I didn't stick up for myself or I didn't, like, I'm not going to be able to be, like, happy. Like, that's going to make me kind of angry and, and and not be in a good mood. So, like I said, I'm not going to let the bad outings mess me up. I'm not going to let the good outings mess me up and um, I'm going to stick to my script and, and see what happens. Last question. When you look at the picture of yourself bracing for the fight, do you, do you feel like you had proper form? No, it could have been better. Um, you know, it's tough being... You know, if I ever get charged again, I'm gonna be, you know, obviously this, the smallest guy in every fight, most likely in all of Major League Baseball, unless I'm fighting. I don't know. Jose Altuve probably weighs more than me, unless I'm fighting maybe Mookie. We, we're probably about the same size. Like, you know, anytime I get charged, I'm gonna be much smaller than the opponent. So it's, it's something that I just, you know, I put in the back of my brain. Like, hey, just don't get killed. You know, you're supposed to lose this thing, and, and whatever happens is the win-win. And you know, the form is, is key, and form is key. So you, you know, you can't get wrapped from a just you had good spacing you had good spacing you have to you can't get close to someone bigger and stronger than you or it's just going to get bad for the smaller opponent um, so you just gotta you gotta know the, the tactics I guess and, and just react and try not to die well I want to thank you for the hundred dollars to charity um, that you, you give back yeah I yeah well I, you give Rick's five hundred dollars back too also to charity yeah, it's Mission 108. If you take the $600 we owe you, because for you guys that don't know or heard Rob's show or or heard his commercial like a gazillion times, uh, what is it called? Awaken 180? You got it. There it is. You guys heard it. Uh, for you guys that don't know, Rob actually looks really, really good, and, and, and it's not about the money. I'm proud of you. You made a life change, and you're probably more healthy, and you're... I don't know about you know what the doctors say, but physically, you look way better in a suit now, and you might have a little bit more confidence to work the real cool clothes at Gould's. Uh, two, two sponsors in one shot. That's why you're the best. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> you know, you know, some people try to get it, and uh, I try to just help you out, brother. I got you. Marvin and Lester say hi. All right. See you later. All right. Don't, this is not a podcast, by the way. This is absolutely a podcast. See you later. New on Curiosity Stream. From time to time, we have collisions between asteroids and the Earth. We track them, we study them, we hope the big one never comes. Don't look up, it's Asteroid Rush. And 
alligators. They rarely get sick. They even outlasted the dinosaurs. Could they hold the secret to human longevity? Their blood could have antibacterial applications. Wade into the investigation on immortal alligators. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Keep your car looking its absolute best year-round with 303 Cleaners and Protectants. 303's revolutionary graphene nano spray coating gives you professional protection in a simple, easy-to-use formula. It will keep your car's paint protected for up to 12 months and give an insane level of depth and gloss. You can also use their brand-new 303 graphene detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine throughout the year. It can even be used for quick cleanups of light dust and fingerprints in between washes. For a one-two punch to keep your car licking its best, look no further than 303's line of graphene products. 303 Graphene Nano Spray Coating to protect and 303 Graphene Detailer to boost protection, slickness, and shine. Both products are available now at Advanced Auto Parts, AutoZone, and select Walmart locations. Visit 303radio.com for more information. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of the price. That means high visibility polarized lenses, well-constructed durable frames, and not to mention they replace lost and broken shades. Shady Rays includes lost or broken protection on every new pair purchased. They'll send you a brand new pair if you lose or break them, no matter what happened. See ShadyRays.com for details. Shady Rays offers free 30-day returns and exchanges so you can find the best fit for you. Try them, and if you don't love them, you'll pay nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, 10 meals are donated to fight hunger in America with your order, adding to over 20 million meals donated to date. Exclusively for our listeners, head to ShadyRays.com MLB to get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's ShadyRays.com MLB for the best deal of the season. 50% off two or more pairs. And try for yourself the polarized sunglasses rated five stars by over 150,000 people.